Welcome to Children of Zion Chats. My name is April and I'm your host. And today I have a very special friend and guest, Carolyn. Hello, April. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. <laughs> um, Carolyn and I met in 2018 on a crusade in Peru, and um, it was a crusade slash mission trip, and we've been friends ever since. Yes, definitely honor and love you so much, April. You have played a very big role in my life since I've met you. It has just been definitely a God-breathed covenant friendship that I just, I treasure with all my heart. Um, you've spoken into my life in moments like in transition. A couple of times the Lord gave you a word for me that has just really blessed me. And yes, I love and honor you so much. Praise Jesus. I feel the same about you. And um, just love and honor you. And one thing that you carry, I think, so, so, so well is a big servant's heart. Every time I think about you, that's what I think of. I think of how you serve and love others so well with no expectations in return for a return or anything like that. And um, you make some of the best cookies. I'm not going (laughs) to. Oh, yeah. Guys, she's really like one of the best cooks ever. (laughs) I love to bake and cook. I really do. It's a passion of mine. So, (laughs) Would you mind to tell a little bit about your testimony and just, just whatever you're led to share? Sure. I would love to. Um, I grew up in a large family. Um, There, I have eight siblings and I grew up. Uh, I was a Mennonite. Some of you may be familiar with that. It's a conservative upbringing, but I did know about Jesus. Like we would have understood being born again and all that. And uh, I think it was a lot of being raised in a big family. And my mom is incredible with hosting people and serving people. And I feel like I just, you know, I'm carrying on what I saw my mom do in that way of just Um, Like that's one of our passions is hosting people, cooking for them, baking. And through all that, uh, my dad was a pastor of the Mennonite church for about 15 years. And through that time, there was definitely some really good times where um, we understood to a certain point the infilling of the Holy Spirit. But there was never really an outpouring of like we didn't we wouldn't have understood speaking in tongues and some of that stuff. Uh, We didn't understand some of the healing. We had some of that happen. Um, But there was just like this deep crying out in me of I wanted more. And I knew there was more out there. I knew there was a deeper touch of the Holy Spirit that I needed. I wanted so desperately. And for a time, I just sometimes this passion inside of me, I was like, you know, there has to be more because this is I was created like this. Like it, it isn't for no reason. And I really got into sports for a while. I felt like that was an outlet of that crazy inside of me (laughs) that just wanted to get out and like just, you know, to be passionate about something. And then in the summer of 2017, 
Um, I met a man by the name of David Hogan and he prayed for me. And that's the first time I ever felt like a manifest expression of the Holy Spirit. And he carries fire. I mean, it's, it's wild. Um, and in that moment, I knew this is what I wanted. Um, and I had already left the Mennonite church by that point um, and had been going to a community church and was just like, there was like layers of healing happening and also just more of an openness in my spirit and mind of um, like understanding the Holy Spirit. So then fast forward to January, 2018, um, I was doing a Daniel fast with some of my friends and um, I started, like, I stumbled onto some of these teachings on YouTube. And these teachings, it was, like, one was about the Daniel Fast, which I didn't even understand, I don't think, the fullness, really, of what I was doing in that time. Um, and then another teaching was on the secret place. And um, another guy, I listened to his testimony, was wild, where he had been radically saved from drugs. So in that, I started getting up in the morning and just practicing what I heard these people, these men and women talk about in the secret place. And that's where I had my first encounter with Jesus. Come on. Um, it was, it, I had, I remember getting up, I think at that point I was getting up around 5.30. And I remember going back and just sitting in that room and just sitting there and just saying, you know, Jesus, I want to know you. Like these people talk about, like I knew that, deep crying out to deep in my spirit, I started understanding what it was. It was honestly that I was waking up to who I was really born to be. My inner spirit was lining up to that deep crying out of, of the Holy Spirit and the passion and the fire and the joy and just the fullness of who he is. And I had never seen Jesus like this before where he was actually pursuing me. And mm. that's how the journey started. And um, then I met a group in, um, it was February of 2018, my first experience with the Holy Spirit, fiery, joyful group. And um, it was about a month after that, that we met on that crusade, April. And yeah, my life, that's where on the crusade is where I was fully filled with the Holy Spirit for the first time. And yeah, we've talked about this um, since then, but it was really wild because we were at that same event before the crusade, but we didn't meet and we didn't know each yes, other. Yes, that's true. Yes, I would have forgot that you were there. And yeah, I wouldn't have known you at that point. And you, of course, didn't know me, but that became kind of our connection there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then we ended up meeting on the crusade and hanging out for a lot of the time while we were there <laughs> and just. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, God did so much and is still doing so much. But I love your story of you saying that you felt that hunger, that drawing to him. Yes, yes. And that um, you knew that there was more. And I, isn't that the amazing thing about God is I feel like this is a continual, like there's always more. There's always more. Yes. Never ending, always more. Um, even when we think, okay, like, this is amazing. This is wonderful. It's like, he shows up again, like, okay, there's more. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's the part that I tell people, you know, if 
I, I love to tell people who maybe don't understand the fullness of who God is. I feel like that's a lot of what I carry now for people who uh, might still be wrapped up in like some religion and stuff who don't understand it. I'm like, just taste and see like that verse is literal. You can taste and see the Lord is good. <laughs> yes. and you will never exhaust who he is. Like, that's one thing I would say about like how the Lord has led me on my journey is every time, like, you know, he blows my mind continuously and constantly. And every time I feel like I'm starting to get a grasp on it, he blows my mind to where I'm like, um, it's only beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. He's so good. He is so good. I love that so much. And I love that the the group that um, I believe you mentioned, the, the meeting that you went to prior to the crusade, you're now super connected with them and it's, yes. it's family, right? Like a big family dynamic. And um, God has had you um, in a transition quite a few times in the past, <laughs> the past year or two. Yes, right? he has. <laughs> <laughs> I would never have pictured my life to be what it is today. Never <laughs> in a thousand years would I have dreamt that I lived in Orlando for a year. Um, I worked with the homeless ministry there and once a week I would cook the meal to serve to the homeless people. And through that, I learned so much, even, you know, like a deeper knowing of what servanthood really looks like and also serving where it might not necessarily be your vision, like as far as the ministry that you're under. But I feel like God did such a work in my character, teaching me humility. And I mean, not that I have attained, but through that year, um, the processes that I went through and the deliverance that I received, um, I, I just, I felt like my inner spirit, like my inner man just grew so much in more understanding of what servanthood really looks like. You know, it's not even always like in the way I did, you know, serving food, it can come in just like intercession it can come in um even during worship there is it's almost like there is a form of serving that we do when our hearts are just postured in that way of you know use me lord in whatever way that you can that is so good and you you don't hit me through the phone <laughs> uh oh uh-oh. You, you, you carry that so well. You really do. Uh, the the servanthood and um it's oh, praise Jesus. It's yeah, only because it's... of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really do. Yeah. Um, so since I know you super well, and I know this this podcast to me feels a little bit different because we're closer friends and um, you know, it, it just feels different to where it's more of just a friendly conversation rather than an interview type situation. Yes. Um, would you like to talk about some fun things that we've experienced? Um, <laughs> maybe some, maybe just in general, I just want to keep um, the podcast light and just fun. Um, so is there anything like fun you'd like to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say our first bus ride together after we met. <laughs> oh my gosh. How can we not talk about that? <laughs> we literally sat on the bus and laughed for what, three hours straight? <laughs> I think so, yes. Yes. Um, 
And I had never had that experience before. That was the first time I ever experienced so much joy in that supernatural way. It was wild. (laughs) That was the first time for me also experiencing joy for that long. And uh, what cracked me up is while we were on the bus, um, there was a person sitting to our right that he wasn't aware <laughs> that everything that he was saying was like lining up with what the Lord was doing with us. Yeah. <laughs> and I finally was able to tell him a couple of years later and he was like, Oh, thank you for telling me. I had no idea, but I was just amazed at how the Lord coordinated everything, and, but just brought so much joy. Yes. And then, yeah. And then the meeting um, we went into afterwards had a lot of oppression and a lot that they were dealing with. And um, yeah. I've, we were talking about it later on. We felt like that's why the Lord was just flooding with joy on the <laughs> bus while we were, before we went in there because of what everybody was walking into. But um, I have a story. I don't know. This sticks out in my mind. We were at another event and I think uh, we had come out of one of the sessions. And um, I just think the prophetic sometimes is, amazing and very interesting. Uh, we were sitting in the floor and we started talking about the wheel within the wheel. Um, yes. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yes, I'm remembering now. <laughs> all of a sudden a man goes by with like a wheelbarrow type thing. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> The timing was impeccable. I'm like, wow, God, you're funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were going to have this, like, you know, serious conversation about this wheel within the wheel. And then he, you know, <laughs> we just couldn't stop laughing. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> I love how he does that. You know, that's one thing I love about learning more and more of who he is he loves to have yes I love that so much he's uh, the childlikeness the childlike side of God I love that so so much and I'm still learning that but um I, I pray to never graduate from that or any side of him but that is amazing <laughs> yes it is <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> yeah, so, so good. And um, gosh, do you have any other stories you'd like to chat I'm about? trying to think. I do remember that time where we were in a service that it was actually, there was nothing. It was really serious. Like you could feel the fear of, of the Lord in the place. And we got hit with laughter. And we none of us really understood i don't think we even knew what was really happening and why we were hit with so much joy but it started hitting like our row and the row in front of us and behind us and then here the next session was the guy spoke on laughing in the face of death do you remember that one yes (laughs) oh my gosh yes yes it just reminds me of you know a lot of times most I would say 99% of the time we don't in the moment, we're like, we don't even realize what God is doing. You right. know, we don't understand. <laughs> and, and 
sometimes we, you know, it, it takes a while even after that to see what he's doing. But then once he puts all the pieces together, you're like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) And that has happened so often when the two of us are together, there is like uh, something, yeah, like you said earlier, the prophetic gets stirred up in this joy. Like it, I think it happens every time. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even think of all the stories, but I know there's been more than once where we are in this moment of like, we're not even really paying attention to our surroundings. And then all of a sudden, like that time with the wheel, you know, there goes <laughs> this wheelbarrow type thing. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so, so good. And I was going to ask you, what do you, this is taking a little bit of a turn. What are you feeling for Pentecostal weekend that's coming up? I know it's a few weeks away. We were just talking about that and I don't know if you want to share any on that. Oh, Sure. Um, I can just sense that there is like this fire is stirring. And I think some of it comes from, you know, this last year, all the craziness that happened. And there was a lot of like areas that were um, people were kind of secluded from each other, so to say. And they're like, I feel in these events that are happening now or when people get together, there's almost this new push, like a hunger that is just stirring up a fire that is wild. I haven't experienced anything like it. You know, up to this point, I I love all aspects of who God is and, you know, the way he pours out. But when he pours out that fire, it is just, it is so powerful. And in that moment, when you get hit with that fire, it's like, you know, anything that you've been carrying with you or any even for me, like when I get into fire like that, and when I can sense that it's coming, and I can feel it now, even just talking about it, like the stirring up of this fire that I feel like we as believers are going to carry out into the world in this, uh, like, end time harvest that's coming. And it's going to be who we are and who we portray is going to draw in those who don't who are lost. And I just feel like, leading up to that weekend there there's like a fire on it that's kind of what I've been sensing that's so so good I feel the same a a purging and a a new come up here moment yes a new okay it's not that it's ever been a time to play but it's really all that's up like really it's time to come higher and time to consecrate and come away with the Lord and to yeah just Psalms 91 to come up higher to come up higher and um be in the secret place with him to have that daily relationship with him that's really that's really everything you know it is yeah he's everything um everything um Actually, I was jotting that down today of how all the world can offer you all of these things that on the outside, it looks, it might look wonderful. But then once you attain that thing, you realize it's a dead end. And it's, it's almost like this chase that is, is never ending. And you can just do that your whole life. Yes. And, you know, 
how in our human nature we can just keep going around around that circle around around that circle but then the simplicity of Jesus and their relationship also the complexity it's you know can be complex at times also but the just the spending time with him it fulfills everything in your heart that you you thought you wanted you thought you were chasing oh, in the yes. world yes and so good and uh that you know how sometimes it's even e- it's it's easy to sway off of that at times because of all the stuff that we have here in the world, but it's just, you know, Jesus just is so good to just hold our hand and be right there and just, they just come back, you know, come back. I feel like that's for somebody just, just come back and just spend time with me. Yes. And, uh, in his presence is the fullness of everything. Yes, it is. So, there's nothing that completes me more than when I take time to just be with him. There's no other source that can affirm me. There's no other source that can fulfill me. There's no, nothing, nothing else comes close to comparing what happens in those moments alone with him. There's, there's nothing. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know if you feel this way. Sometimes I have a really hard time finding the adequate words because yes because of the fulfillment that comes in your heart that it's it's like a brief second of being in his presence and then you're like wait a minute what was i even worried about what was i thinking about what was i, <laughs> <laughs> I was overwhelmed by that really <laughs> Yes, that is so good. You know, and sometimes there is a striving, you know, to enter into his rest because of whatever yes. might be happening. But once you hit that vein, you're like, wow, the world is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it just makes sense again. You know, when you take those moments and just like, just get lost in him. <laughs> I feel his presence right now. <laughs> yes, I do too. It's so good. And like what you said earlier about coming up higher, I really have sensed that in this last season of my life and even going forward, it's even more. Like there is things that he's, you know, he's so gentle and loving about it. And he's never condemning. You know, he just, he'll be like, it's like his whisper to me is, you know, just come up higher. And every time, like when I just allow him to do that and just, you know, go through the process with him, the beauty that comes out of it is just nothing can compare to that because, you know, we can't mount up on wings like Eagles. If we, uh, if we continue to pick up our baggage, we can let that go with him. You know, he, he gave it all on Calvary. He bled out for us to be free. And I feel like that's something he's really done in my life is, you know, when I get like just carried away by, I don't know, worries, or I start thinking too much. He's like, no, come away with me. And in that place is where we can mount up on those wings. And when we're up there soaring, 
and see it from his perspective where we're seated in heavenly places is there's just there's nothing like it you saying come away with me reminds me of the song of solomon that's actually a verse in there where he says come away with me i don't have exact scripture but um let me see it might take me a minute um it's in chapter two Oh, it's in chapter two. Okay. Let me see. Oh, wow. My pages are sticking together on that. (laughs) (laughs) They might be oily. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have the verse? I don't. I can check real quick here. Yeah, here it is. Uh, 13. The fig trees are forming young fruit and the fragrant grapevines are blossoming. Rise up, darling. Come away with me, my fair one. Come away with me. Mm, So good. Yeah. Every day we have that invitation as believers, you know, to come away with him. Isn't that incredible? That's so incredible. Yes. And, you know, in that moment, he his his attention and his focus is completely like on me and it's completely on you and it's that's often what overwhelms me because i mean he's the king of kings and he made this personal for us gosh that's so, so beautiful good. that's so so good mm. um i've so enjoyed our time chatting this has been so fun and love and honor you so so much and um, again, love the, how well you serve and how you love people. And I was just wondering if you would mind to say a prayer for anyone who might listen in, um, with whatever's on your heart. Sure. I would love to. Hey, Jesus, I just thank you for this podcast. I thank you for April. I pray you will bless her and increase her. And I just pray as people listen to this podcast, Father, that you would just put that burning desire in their heart to come away with you. And as they come away with you, that you would just woo them into that deeper place of who you are. If there's pain, that you would fill those scars with you. If there's trauma, that you would just fill those places that feels like they can't even go there, that you'll just overpower them with your love, that the blood you shed on Calvary would just make them feel and know that they are loved by you. You have single-eyed devotion for them. I pray that that your spirit will just stir up a hunger in anyone who listens, and even in me now, just more of a hunger for you to burn for things that are of the kingdom, to have a focus that's lifted up that we look to you for our source of everything you're so faithful you're so good you're so loving and your riches are without end and your mercy is without end and we just thank you jesus i just pray for anyone who's struggling with physical ailments that your healing touch would just pour over them now i pray father that they will be made whole in jesus name thank you lord amen Well, thank you again so much, Carolyn, and thank you everyone for listening. We hope you've experienced God's love, joy, and rest. Until next time. Great.